Hi everyone, welcome back to Foreign Connect Podcast. Today we will talk about branding. There are four different criteria you want to pay extra careful attention to, which makes successful branding. The first one is branding shows purpose. Who are you? What is your purpose? These are the questions that you have to have an answer to. There's no right or wrong answer to this, but we're all emotional animals. So, this kind of purpose driven statement gives companies characters and lets your customers resonate more with your brand. Especially when you create likability and social good in the purpose, like Coca Cola does. For example, Coca Cola says, Our vision is to craft the brands and choice of drinks that people love to refresh them in body and spirit, and done in the ways that create a more sustainable business and better shared future that makes a difference in people's lives, communities, and our planet. So instead of saying we want to sell sugary soda, it sounds much better in people's ear and definitely adds deeper purpose and character to the brand beyond their business capacity. The second one branding shows consistency but with practicality. Consistency is important because it contributes to brand recognition, which fuels customer loyalty. But in reality, business is not one dimensional and should not be one dimensional. So, in, it is much more practical to produce micro materials, such as your blog post should have the same tone of writing, or your brand's color theme or the fonts that you use should match across all your branding materials or marketing materials with the consistency. While not letting these pressure of always having to deliver with the consistency distracts you, your true purpose in the macro vision of your brand. What people get wrong about this point is that often people think consistency is something people need to create. But this is wrong. Consistency is not something you, can, you create, consistency happens out of necessity. Meaning, when your macro purpose, Of the business truly meets business operation, consistency happens out of necessity. Next, branding shows emotion. Why do people pay money? They want to fix their inconvenience, they want to make themselves happy. What is the common emotion behind this? That's right, these are both two very emotional driven decision making processes. Most human actions are predicated on their emotions. That being said, if you're able to feed the kind of emotion that customers want, your customers want, with your brand, that your competitors or other substitutional brands cannot provide for them, you're more likely to be thought of when the customers are making a buying decision, which becomes customer loyalty. Next, branding shows flexibility and relevance. In this fast changing world, marketers must demand flexibility to stay relevant to the market. What does this mean? There's actually one video where a New York media agency CEO, Gary V, e e explained this perfectly. He told us about his thought of the recent occurrence of Tesla, the car company, dropping a tequila. He goes, 
I've talked about this before and it's worth repeating. Some brands have truly established themselves in their sectors which gives them permission to expand in similar orbits, different sections of the same sector. I think BMW has done that. Therefore, they have permission to make headphones that we would all buy. The BMW logo is cool and matters. Plus, we think of them as an enduring company makes good things. Still, 99% of people might say, no, BMW makes cars. I say BMW can make headphones because they're one of the brands that have established themselves. They have undoubtedly established something enough to have permission to do something within their target demo that's executed in a different product or service. They are not the only one either. Nine years ago, Apple could have come out with a sneaker and won a large share of attention from people who love sneakers. They were so cool that they could enter the market, then they could innovate, which is their DNA. So all that being said, this is the place where you need to be able to fall in love with the market more than your product. And you need to be able to play the market for your business. When you can play for the market, you realize that the surplus demand is more important than your pride to stay consistent within your brand offering is more important in this equation. So let's talk with a context. How can you plan a successful brand building in Japan? Once again, it is very important to understand who you are, what you are trying to achieve as your purpose, first and most. So audit yourself and come up with your basic belief. And then when you find out, now is the time to decide what your personality of the brand should be. Think of your brand as a person. How would this person behave? How would this person make other people feel? Then finally, based on the adjectives you come up with, now you can identify some visual guidelines for your brand. And with that all being said, entering to Japan, creating a new brand in Japan. The process of branding in a new country is basically the same process of all regular branding process. The most important thing is to know that it is okay to change. Again, the market is the always final judger. If something does not feel right in the right market, you need to know that the market is more important than your pride to be the brand that you are, especially if you're starting a new brand in a new country. It's normal to encounter surprises because what perceived as cool in America might not be perceived as cool in Japan. And these perceptions are highly cultural. Branding is very interesting because branding is the only place in business where I, the business, get to appear more than you, the customer. The ultimate success equation, however, is to realize that I, the business, can only exist because there is you, the customer, exists in this equation. So that being said, you need to be able to provide for you at all the times. How can you incorporate this to your branding? First, you need to realize that what you are good at in relation to the problems of others and how what you're offering is helpful for the people who you are serving. Always remember the market is the final judger. So what you think is helpful 
or cool might not be helpful nor cool in the eyes of the market. And especially if it is a new Japanese untapped market, you have many things to learn. When you are entering the new market with a very different cultural stand, such as entering Japan from America, you need to stay flexible and never get too comfortable in settling with one original identity that you brought from America. You need to understand the context in order for you to deliver a value in the new market. So, what does this mean? This means that there's no such thing as one size fits all solution for anything. So, if you're starting a new brand in Japan, you need to be ready to contextualize that you are speaking to a different audience with potentially a different need and be able to adjust. Your operations according to it. If you set your purpose based on the human needs rather than national needs, moving to another country shouldn't require you to adjust as far as your mission or purpose, but it is highly possible that you have to make some sort of adjustment in the way you deliver the message around the branding. For example, the biggest messaging app used in America is Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp. But in Japan, the biggest app by far is called Line. The biggest shopping site used in America is Amazon. In Japan, it is Rakuten. American people communicate much more aggressively than Japanese people do. Americans are much more individualistic than Japanese people are. So, people's attention, behavior, and presence are different depending on the country. You need to be able to learn the difference and adjust your business efforts to what makes sense to the specific market. This is why dividing roles within branding division is a smart thing to do. You should consider dividing branding into five different roles, and each role plays a significant role. The first role you need to have someone who can keep their ears to the market. And understand customers' needs. Especially if you are new to the market, have the flexibility as a team to incorporate and adjust to the market needs. You can do this by talking to customers, providing customers the opportunity to share their opinions. You can also run the survey, you can also interact with them via the forum or customer service, listening to customer service. The second role, you need to have someone who enforces your originality across all the operational teams using items like Brand Kit. You can make Brand Kit by identifying your core purpose, messaging, method, and visual. And actually, we even have a blog post where you can learn more about this, so you can go check it out. The third one, You need to have someone who can plan the media spending by understanding where the attention is. This person also needs to understand what kind of message is appropriate to push from what channel. The fourth person. If you want to be a really, really successful brand, you also need to have someone who can create connections with the followers, which becomes a community and the brand, your brand, as their division. Companies with great products and service without great messaging can still die. This being said, good companies should always have 
super amazing product offering, customer experience, and that should be communicated well in a cool way that benefits the business in the long run. I'm talking about communication that is not a transactional communication. I'm talking about the communication that builds a brand. Successful branding should take account for the success in communicating the vision and likability of the brand, which becomes long-term equity of the company, whereas sales should always focus on closing sales today. For example, when we think about Apple versus Microsoft, we come up with different wording associating to each brand. For Apple, you would likely to think about things like or people like Steve Jobs, simplicity, style, innovation, new, sophisticated design, creativity. Whereas Microsoft is more associated with Bill Gates, serious, corporate, trust, uh, functional, old-fashioned, etc. And that's branding. From what kind of celebrity your company hangs around with to what kind of color theme you use in your branding matters because these are the things that make people's perception of your brand. And finally, you want to have someone who can document the process throughout for the organization purpose, which gives you the tool that you need to educate your management team, new trainee, people who are brought in on new board to educate them about who you are as a brand. So that being said, today we spoke about what branding is and how you can plan for creating a successful brand in a new market. And to learn more about this topic, you can simply head to our website foreignconnect.org and you can find all this resource from resource page or the blog page. So go check it there. And the next video, we're gonna talk about what customers want from brands today. That being said, this was the end of the video. Thank you very much for watching and I will see you guys next time.